<laughs> Welcome in the Good Company podcast. Um, finally, after a hot minute, we have an amazing guest, and I'm so excited to uh, to introduce to everybody Sinead Kinan. I am. We were just laughing how I am chopping uh, names. Uh, uh, you know, always, always, and I'm so sorry. I think there's just something about how I with with dyslexia and dysgraphia that plays a part here uh, but anyway welcome Sinead I'm so excited to have you here um Sinead um obviously I want you to introduce yourself but you are a Ricky master um you are also a co-founder of a platform called Soul Matters and based in Ireland and I think this will be a separate uh, uh, episode about social media because without social media and really all social platforms we would have not met because you are based in Ireland yeah. and uh, like I mentioned you are Ricky master uh, masters so through the soul matters you are guys offering uh, Ricky sessions uh, yoga nidra uh, Celtic wheel which I am so excited to learn from you about more today uh, and I just love this mission that you guys have. You called yourself because uh, it's you. You started this platform with a friend, right? And you call mm -hmm. yourself a midwives for new future, right? Is it something that I, I love that? Can you uh, can you just uh, add to it and, and explore what is the the platform about? And and then we talk, can talk about all the juicy stuff, which is Ricky and Celtic Wheel. Sure, sure. Well, I think you did a great job, Sinead. <laughs> it's not an easy one to pronounce, so thank you for that. And thank you for um, the chat. It's always lovely to connect um, with you. Um, so, yeah, so my friend Anne-Marie and I set up Soul Matters Ireland just at the start of last year. So, uh -huh. so, so still, still our early days. But really, it is part of our commitment and to our vision of wanting to support the birth of a new world and um, a new social system really born out of our awareness and our kind of we've both done training around collective and ancestral trauma healing and really mm. seeing that you know the current system it's not serving so many people so how can we support the development of a new system that really is more based on connection and community so that's really our offering we use the modalities of reiki of yoga nidra the celtic calendar and three sync meditation and really using those modalities to support women in particular to connect to their to their own hearts as well as connecting to um, others in the community and really kind of encouraging people to bring that out into their own worlds and their own families, their own communities. And that how do we develop a level of coherence between each other? Yeah. And from a coherent place, well, then we can develop new social solutions to the challenges that we face. Yeah, I love that. This is uh, just such a beautiful mission. I think it's so crucial and important in digital age we are living in and we you know, I think there's like a third degree of separation between us sometimes, you know, we are so, we have never been connected more, but I feel like we have never been distant before and the polarities that we can easily see in all the newspapers and, and news uh, that are between us are just so incredible, like with the old connection we have, right, even between yeah. us, you in Ireland, I, I'm here in Chicago and and we are so connected and, and so disconnected and, and I love this part of your mission 
also about building conscious sisterhood um i think it's so important i think that the you know the women wound uh, and you know i would love to know what you think about it but the the, the sisterhood women wound that was uh, that was kind of program built into us women uh many many years ago starting from witchhood and witch hunt and and it's just so important i think to rebuild that and i'm i'm trying to conscious about it to to see at my relationship uh, uh look at my relationship with women because i personally have some trauma there and and i didn't have a great example with the first woman woman in my life uh, building that relationship so i am triple conscious of of that but um i think that's so beautiful and using those tools like uh, you know a little bit spiritual not a little bit spiritual metaphysical right mm -hmm energetical yeah well, yeah the calendar is a really helpful kind of tool yeah tell me about anchor. that I, I know we're supposed to talk about reiki and we will and we will talk about a little about um kind of your transition from mm. uh, working for non-profits and having this more corporate job um to doing this um uh, your own business and your and and your own evolving your own mission but tell me about the Celtic Eagle because it shows up for me so many times lately so I was like I, I on my list to read about it but if yeah. I can from somebody that'll be amazing what is that about well really I guess it comes from the ancestors that lived on the land here in Ireland um hundreds of years ago thousands of years ago and really it was about people who it was from people who lived in accordance with the land and it's about recognizing that we particularly as women are cyclical beings and that nature is cyclical is a cyclical being mother earth is a cyclical being and a regenerative being so how can we connect in with the cycles our own cycles as well as the cycles of um the seasons we see outside so we use the celtic wheel there's eight festivals throughout the year and the year actually starts on the 31st of October in what's known as Samhain. So that's the first festival of the Celtic Wheel. And every six weeks, there's another festival. And we're working our way towards and we're descending down to the next festival, which is this winter solstice on the 21st of December. And really, it's about tuning into what is the quality of this time of year. So Samhain is about the time of release, of letting go. So we can use that then as a... a a metaphor maybe to identify what is it that we need to let go in our own bodies and our own systems what behaviors or habits or patterns are no longer serving us and then as we move closer to the time of solstice it's about dreaming so the ancient celts would have believed that um the day and the year began in darkness and it's about remembering that creativity so in you know today's society you know, a lot of people are afraid of the dark, there's a discomfort about the dark, about the shadows, and it's about changing our relationship to the darkness. And, you know, even if you think of us as women and the darkness of our room and the creativity that comes from that space and what seeds are being planted. And yeah, there's just, there's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's a rich tapestry really to tune into. Mm -hmm. And to apply it then to our lives. So. The winter time is um, known as Giamos, the, the feminine six months of the year before moving in in Bialtana, which is the first of May, into the um, Samos, which is the, the more masculine 
more out there, the time to shine, the time to take action, time of the year. So it's just, it's really, um, I've really enjoyed getting, learning more about it over the last couple of years and then using that in my own life and reminding myself that, you know, I suppose why I came to it was because I realised that I can't just go, 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 go anymore. You know, I don't want to, even if I could, that mm -hmm. I want yeah. to to the cycles of my body and the cycles of the season. And it helps connect us, I think, in the environment. Um, mm -hmm. It's really important when we're trying to acknowledge the challenges we're facing around climate, the climate. Mm -hmm. you know? I love it. It's such a beautiful premise and like such a something that we, I feel like departed, departed so much from, you know, the culture mm -hmm. or society that is always go, 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 like glorification of productivity and like, mm -hmm. you know, always doing something. And even lately I had a day or two that I wanted to rest and I was like, oh my God, I should be doing this, should be, you know, somebody wisely said lately that uh, should is like shame on uh, could or would, you know, like, okay. you know, but, but this idea that we have to go, go and we are cyclical, right? Like we are part of this nature and, and even all the re religions, I feel like are based on that. They're just mm -hmm. dressed up differently. So it's a, such a beautiful, so when you say festival, it's like a, a kind of like a little celebration that also yeah. it's okay. Like you said, like now we are more cocooning, uh, getting to inward and getting into the dark. Mm -hmm. And and then throughout this time, the calendar, right from the festival, mm -hmm. like, then you you kind of uh, uh, continue that. Uh, yeah. So, so like the next one is the solstice in December. The following one is Imbolc in um, in February, the first of February, which is associated with the Celtic goddess of Bridget, and it's about the seed planting seeds and creativity. When and is that? That's the first of February. Oh, nice. Okay, so that's yeah. kind of like okay, we are starting a spring, tiny bit, right? Yeah, and it literally means in the belly in Irish. So it's like it's it comes from in the lamb's belly, the first milk that's coming in. So it's all that you know, you're pregnant with ideas, with creativity. It's still quite a slow time, but it's beginning to see, you know, kind of beginning to look outwards. What do I want to create in this world? Oh, that. Beautiful. I love it. I lately started doing a little bit more um, connecting to moon phases mm. and just looking again at my energy levels and what I'm, you know, with with full mm -hmm. moon and kind of aligning. And I feel that supportive energy from that, but that's yeah. go, going even deeper, like all natural. Yeah. Well, that's how I started kind of tapping into learning about this work was first with the moon, then with my own menstrual cycle and then with the Celtic calendar as well. And, you know, so like I might be in a period of, you know, taking action and it's the middle of winter, but it just, you know, so you can connect in with the, the masculine within, yeah. you know, if you do have to bring a project forth or something. So it's just, it, it's always just about coming back to the balance of, the ability to go out there and take action, but also so important to take the time to rest, to recharge, to dream, to create, and recognizing, yeah, just all that happens and at that stage. And I think maybe in this society, we've kind of become more and more disconnected from that. And we don't have the space that we need. And um, like you say, you know, there's a bit of a guilt trip when you do take the time. And actually, 
like that was our strap line for our first event is that she rests to create yeah mm-hmm. you know that it's it's a crucial step along the along the creative journey and sometimes we don't give it the time that it needs oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. okay that's fantastic i think i'm going to read about it even more I'll send you some resources. Uh, so, uh, uh, thank you for sharing that. But let's jump into Ricky and um, mm. uh, one of your effer- offerings are also energetical healings through Ricky. And you all, you also, we kind of exchange our gifts on each mm-hmm. other. Amazing modality. So, can you, can you, you know, for somebody who does not know a lot about it and is looking for something to work energetically with themselves like do you mind um just telling a little bit what what reiki is and how it works yeah so it's a very kind of powerful it's a gentle but powerful um energy healing system and really it's about tapping into so the the reiki master the practitioner taps into um the universal energy field that's accessible to us all but mm-hmm. um we've been attuned to tap into that energy and to channel it through into our client um, Mm -hmm. or you know whoever we are working in and it's very much about it it works on the physical spiritual mental emotional bodies and again supports um coherence and restores harmony to those different bodies and so that it's really about kind of soul nourishment and an opportunity to relax and come into homeostasis so really it's based on the principle that the body knows how to heal itself. And mm-hmm. you're just creating a, a safe space and a really deep, relaxed space for the body to heal itself. So I, I find it really powerful. And I trained, oh, I did my first level like over 10 years ago, I'd say around 2012. Oh, you and did? I, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was more just as a self-support because I was working in a really um, stressful job. I had a lot of responsibility and it was more um, for self-care. So then I didn't actually come back to it until I think it was two years ago now. And yeah. I completed um, the next two certificates, the next two two levels. And really, I've just found it so powerful, so life-changing. Um, it's a tool I can use every day. It's a tool I can use with my loved ones. Um, and then I just get really amazing, beautiful feedback from people who receive it as well. So, um, And then it just it, it ties in so nicely with the yoga mudra. It ties in so nicely with, um, you know, I suppose the work we're trying to do around trauma healing, you know, about restoring harmony of storing coherence into the different energy energy bodies so yeah I love yeah. It, as you can tell yeah no it's a beautiful um uh, it's a beautiful modality and i think um i don't know what you think and i think we talked about it a few times before but you know we all forget and and it's just i feel like still on some level you know in our circle when we talk between each other like it's a it's a uh, it's kind of like a understandable assumption that we have energy and we are this energy. Mm. But I think in a larger uh, uh, society uh, consciousness, kind of the the idea of us and uh, and being energetical bodies is still a little bit on the woo side. 
Um, and I think it's such an important thing. And, and like, I think on one side we know it because we say, hey, like sometimes you come to the room and energy is so off here, right? Like you can cut it with knife. Mm-hmm. There is something about it. And like I was even reading lately something from Einstein and, and this his famous quote, like all is energy, that like we are energy energetical bodies like the little cell in our body that uh creates any single organ is actually condensed energy Mm -hmm. that that it that uh, creates a matter of the uh -hmm. of cell so like working within this area right it's um i i feel like it's a it's a future really Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like an ancient future yeah it it really is it's ancient future it's uh, Mm. yeah I feel like we are going so forward, but we are going to go back to that, right? Mm-hmm. To working with our energetical bodies yeah. and so how the know it at our core, you know. I think uh, we all I think we all know whether we're energetic beings at our core, but we've been so conditioned. And really, you know, how I came to Reiki was after 20 years of deconditioning my mind, you know, around working in the NGO sector you know, taking on responsibilities, you know, just being really busy, go, 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 as I said earlier. And it's it's a remembering. Yeah. You know, when you do this work and it's like, oh, you just have these little ah, fizzes along the way. It's like, oh yeah, I know that to be true within myself. Yeah. yeah but we've been so... So actually, yes, 100%. Um, I want to ask, ask you about actual Reiki session, right? Because again, mm-hmm. there may be people who don't know about it and, and what is it. So how does it look and what are you using? And I know there are symbols, right, in Reiki that are used, that are mm-hmm. symbolized specific energetical, um, have energetical meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how does session like that work? And and actually, what, what can you... Uh, come with to you when it comes to Reiki? Like, what can you heal uh, uh, potentially with Reiki and what Reiki can help with? Okay, well, you can, I, I work both in person and online. So just to start maybe in the in-person sessions is that you will come to um, to where I work, you come and get a, a treatment. I have a plinth, like a massage table, bed and uh, you don't need to take your clothes off so just your shoes if you're going to hop up on the bed and well you can also do it seated but most of the people who come to me would um would lie down and it's hands-on to the most part a lot of reggae and um, practitioners don't you would you have the hands off but i actually think that the element of touch is really important as well um, I tend to work with the chakras, the energy systems of the body. And I also tend to, so we'd start, we'd have a chat, consultation. What would you like to um, work with today? Why are you here? And yeah, I just kind of I tune in then energetically into what it feels is coming up. We have a number of um, different Reiki symbols which are so powerful they're given to you during the training and when you're being tuned to the reiki energy and there's quite a number of them there's like a, a main power one that you could, i'd always use just to start the session to kind of connect our energies together and then working on different areas of the body i would use um different symbols and really you can feel the energy so much powerful so the energy I find um, I'm tuning into the energy that's coming from the divine energy and it comes through my hands. 
So I would feel different sensations and the clients then would often comment that they have different physical or emotional sensations. So some people might have an emotional release on the plinth. Some people might feel temperature changes, feel tingles, feel heaviness, feel something being um, rushed, you know, even though I'm not, I'm not doing that movement. And um, people come for a range of reasons. And I also say that like, it's not, I'm not the healer, it's that I'm creating a space for the individual to heal themselves. And they come for stress, as a lot of people come for, um, they need support around learning how to relax. And um, some people come with depression, some people come with anxiety, some people come with back pain. And um, I had one client recently who was coming because of some ancestral trauma that had kind of recently come up for them. And um, I was able to link that in with other modalities that I work with. So really, it's a mixture of physical and emotional um, mm-hmm. kind of challenges yeah. that people, people are facing and really just the need for a bit of self-care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, we're always talking because when we connect, uh, previously we talk ca- kind of a little bit, support each other business-wise, and then we, you know, in a context of just talking and 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 advising each other, and but also we exchange the um, the uh, services, the kind of modalities between each other, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and with Ricky, when you did Ricky on me, I even had like a little bit of vision or colors that I see. I, mm-hmm. I, I and I, I saw with my, you know, even with my closed eyes. So experience can be really different. And and going back to this point that you know any kind of disease, I really feel it more and more. It's you know like like even the the, the word says like this ease, right? It's like a these ease of something in your body, right? So and mm-hmm. and also energetical. So uh, you know sometimes I feel like with this really serious and tell me what you think but with this really serious conditions um the energy maybe and and uh, and the, the the cells may be like so congested and and so sick that it's you know maybe hard to take it fully out with energy healings but i know that that and you know in the pranic healing that i practice there are um cases that that happens but at least you can elevate this you know this energies around it mm-hmm. that are um that are uh built up right yeah but i would always say reiki is very much a complementary therapy rather than an alternative therapy so it's always something to do if you have a physical condition or you know a mental condition that needs medical treatment that is always, you know, the first protocol, and this is just as I would consider this as a support then to support you through a healing process. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Nobody is discouraging medicine here, uh, yeah. here, uh, but uh, it's more like a support, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, awesome. I think I love to talk about things like this because I think many, many people are still scared of trying Reiki mm-hmm. or what is it and how it works. And I think when we kind of mm-hmm. talk about how even exactly session looks like, right, that you don't need to undress. Maybe somebody be yeah. scared about that. Like, what's yeah. going and I would always say to my clients as well, you know, that I do hands on, but if you prefer not to, that's absolutely yeah. fine because you're working on the energy body, like maybe six inches above the the physical body 
as well. And also when we start the session, we would always hold the intention that any Reiki that is channeled is received by the client for the greatest and highest good. So that would be the kind of the, 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 the core, the guiding principle for how we start the session as well. And we really trust that the universal energy knows what the body needs in order to be healed. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Setting up this um, this uh, pure and uh, you know sacred um, intention is so important, mm -hmm. right? Like why we are here, and it even uh, uh, I feel like even direct uh, the client's uh, body and mind towards this healing, right? Like yeah. it's help helps Open yourself up to receive the highest healing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just I think that when you're talking about the um the energy, I think oftentimes disease manifests in the first instance in the energy field. Yes. And then it's kind of at a later stage, as you're talking about the density in the cells, perhaps that that's when it manifests in the physical body. I hundreds I like I literally hundred percent believe in that that there are mm that that's how it works that really every disease in our body it's accumulation of negative energy mm -hmm. uh, that then manifests in in actual physical cells in our body uh, be being in you know is in disease um, yes the manifestation of that um okay um i'm thinking anything else do you want to say anything else about uh Ricky? um uh, or should we jump the yeah. online the online sessions I've been blown away because I actually found it quite hard to begin and that myself you know I still had a bit of skepticism and wondering oh really but the, the feedback you know from people in Australia and Dubai you know yourself in Chicago and um, people across the country in Ireland and it's just you know they might say will you work in this part you know and kind of we would have similar experiences or I remember working a friend of mine in Dubai was um, doing some heart chakra work and I, I kind of shared with her afterwards that I really felt this heart opening experience and she just shared with me after that that she had been doing a, a heart opening yoga workshop for the two weeks for the two days beforehand you know um, just little connections like that yeah i you know i understand people uh, who are uh, skeptical about that but i feel like you know we are living in this uh, digital world and any kind of interaction uh, uh you know energy is boundless and there is no limit and it is energetical exchange and uh, the way we think or if we can direct thoughts certain way uh, for example, the healing, that's also energetical exchange and we can access somebody's energies from the far, you know, mm. sometimes for the good, uh, hopefully for the good stuff. Sometimes I feel like also for the best stuff, but I feel mm -hmm. like when I scroll um, social media, like that's for me, mm -hmm. energetical exchange with people, you know, like yeah. sometimes that's why I need to like turn it off because I was like, I can't, mm. I can't yeah. uh, have this exchange anymore or that's too much or. Mm. Well, I think we're all impacted by the collective and we also all contribute to the collective. So I think there's something about becoming um, more conscious of our own energy field and how is that, you know, where's our boundary in terms of what we're receiving, but also what I'm contributing to the greater um, collective consciousness as well. Yeah, 100%.
Okay, so let's talk about fun. Another fun part that we talk about several times before, um, just kind of privately, and I think that's how we connected, right, Jeanette? Like mm-hmm. uh, uh, we're talking about this idea. I think that I am super passionate about, as I am going through it and I'm in the midst of it, and I think it's such an important conversation, which is kind of. Uh, uh, transitioning in this uh, 30, end of 30s, 40s and deciding, hey, I'm going to be doing something different. I want to switch my career. Uh, you know, uh, we what we what connects us is the uh, the fact also that you are coming out of corporate world, nonprofits, right? Um, uh, back in Ireland. Uh, and uh yeah and doing something completely different <laughs> Come like 80 <laughs> let's look yeah. at like me like 180 <laughs> yes um, i feel like i started with my bags and i still have my bags which is very more tangible business but now doing yeah. this all work i was thinking lately that i have a little blocks and i'm thinking oh my god people will think that i lost all my marbles that now i'm doing energy work and i have a little bit of block there, but I did lately mm-hmm. to my friend, my ex boss, and she was just so in awe of it. And it was so healing to me, do it for her. Mm-hmm. She's still in corporate world. But let's talk about that. How is that for you going? And, and you know, let's be honest with you, uh, 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 with everybody, because obviously it's not roses, all roses, but there are. <laughs> beautiful things uh uh to it and and you know i believe as we progress we we're going to completely uh be on the side of light <laughs> yeah it's definitely how, been how a transition and yeah and how has it started even like why why okay. this change for you um kind of feels like in hindsight that I didn't have a choice. So I had, like I've always had an interest, like I said, it was 10 years since I did Reiki. I've always had an interest in that side, but it was very compartmentalized. It was very much removed from how I presented or showed up in the world. And, you know, very much, you know, my background is in not-for-profit NGOs. I managed a charity for 10 years. And my background is social policy and social research. So I've always been interested in systems change. And I just was becoming aware that I was more disconnected and disembodied from my whole self. You know, I was aware of that disconnect. I'm, I'm going into this office and I'm going to present like this and I'm going to be all about, you know, my information and my stats and how we need to, we need to take X, Y and Z steps in order to get this outcome. And I kind of become more aware of it. My daughter is seven and realised, you know, that I was always busy because something else needs to happen you know I was always a few steps ahead of myself so I wasn't fully present and then I had my son so my second child in the first week of lockdown here in Ireland during Covid so obviously that was a very different experience and um, of motherhood and I just had this physical reaction saying I couldn't go back to that working environment you know it was a lovely organization lovely people they did great work but it just was no longer aligned with my physical system or my mental or emotional or spiritual system. It's just there was a really strong reaction saying no. So I took, you know, I took extended maternity leave. I took a career break, and then I just. Oh, sorry. I Can I just break? How long was your maternity leave in Ireland? 
well, we're a lot better off, I'm afraid, than our sisters in the States. So we have, initially, we get six months statutory. Um, now, I was lucky, so, you know, that the, like the statutory pay is a lot less. So a lot of people can't afford to, you know, to live off of that. Yeah. Um, a lot less than their income. Um, but my, because I've been with my employer for a couple of years, I, my salary was maintained as it was for six months. So that's, you know, I recognize a huge privilege there. And then I was able to take it further, I think it was maybe four or five months unpaid. And then because of COVID, it was a few extra weeks. Mm. And then I took a yeah. year's career break. So I guess the bones of two years I had. Yeah. And, and I, I sorry, I just want to highlight it because I want to. Oh, stop no, it's a huge. We're very uh, aware of it over here that our sisters in America. Privilege that should be a mm. normal. No, it should be should right. Okay, but sorry for yeah. interrupting. I just no, 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 no. It's, it's something that, you know, all our sisters were just okay. like, and so from you, the mother's point of view and from the child's point of view, it's so important. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, you're fine. Uh, it's a really important point, I think. Um, so, yeah. So during this time, um, obviously home parenting, but I was also doing training with Thomas Hubel and the Poppy Project on ancestral and collective trauma healing. And I already mentioned I was doing work around the moon and my menstrual cycle. And I also did work uh, training with Otto Sharma and the Presence Institute. And I met, that's where I, I met my friend who I said so much is Ireland up with. And yeah, so just like that's, I guess that's kind of where Soul Matters was born out of in terms of the vision and the development. So it's still about systems change, but systems change from a more embodied and um, present way and supporting women, particularly change makers, to really connect in with the truth of themselves and to be able to show up in a, a more empowered and embodied way. But in terms of transition, like, yes, it certainly has not been an, an easy uh, stage. A lot of it has been my own mental and um, gymnastics around, um, you know, be, being a, a completely self-sufficient since I was 16. That was a huge one to kind of wrap my head around or to try and balance out, you know, so yeah. um, financially in terms of having to restrict or kind of, not, maybe yeah I guess restrict is the right word my lifestyle you know curb my um expenditure but also to become more reliant on my partner and again a privilege mm. to have that um relationship and um, and to be in a, a position where I could do that but that took a lot of emotional kind of figuring out and yeah. even just the security, like it really affected my security. What does it mean not to have a guaranteed income coming in every month? You know, that whole piece around, I know what I'm getting. I know how I spend it. I know what, you know, I'm in control. So that sense of not having control and having, you know, kind of months where the you might have some clients, you might not have some clients. And as you're building up the, the business, you know, just really holding on to the knowing that this is my investment in my family and there is a lean period and trusting that 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 will turn around I guess has been my biggest lesson like it's been it's been such a learning curve the last three years in particular on so many levels yeah know? and there's been a lot of personal work a lot of deconditioning and and a lot of trust and faith 
yeah which is not always easy yeah and like i think you are highlighting something so important that you know it's there's just so much mental work that comes with that because when you for so many years works in certain setup right like you have a safety check uh, safe check coming in um uh, also you know our society uh, what it tells us and mm -hmm. and it feels like against all of that and also against yourself and your old beliefs mm -hmm. uh, and uh, and uh, doing something completely different and then also i don't know if you had that but i had it a lot i'm like oh my god i has i am so lucky i have great company great people around me uh great money coming in and i don't feel fulfilled and i don't feel happy and i don't feel aligned internally and i feel miserable and like why am i even feeling miserable like every people would you know kill for the uh, i don't deserve to be miserable yes so even go, going over that and separating it and it's just understanding it's just not me it's just you know mm -hmm. those are several things i can be grateful for all those people money and and opportunities but also mm -hmm. dissatisfied because those don't align with me i, I think mean, it, it, this took me a minute and i completely mm -hmm. there from another another mister uh, <laughs> i feel like going, i think as well uh, i think it's um yeah I lost my train of thought no just something about the my identity so you know my identity was so tied yeah. up with who i was as you know you know it, working in the sector you know certain sets of achievements or a way of being so now all of a sudden you know i had a bit of self-judgment around oh what's the woo -woo stuff or you know like i kind of had internalized a lot of judgment um, around this new way of being yeah and and then you also have people around you who project their fear on you or mm -hmm. being like oh what are you doing now what is this about yeah. or um not even asking and you feel weird like bringing it yeah. up like why they are not asking about anything it's just such a uh, it's so different. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about this amazing part because i think you know the part that i i found find the, the most incredible and it's really priceless is just this you know alignment feeling of alignment feeling of fulfillment feeling of energy that i get up and i you know have for example for myself and would love to know what you how it looks for you but you know i have several projects and and businesses going on and i can wait like okay i'm going to work today on this and push this and this and i just have this feeling of um alignment and 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 i feel energized i feel like mm -hmm. i'm bringing to the world something that is contributing in a, a lot more positive way unfortunately that what i did before was i know that your, your work was more uh focus maybe on, on social change but mine wasn't so that's definitely for me personally a huge part how is that for you yeah i think for the first like i feel like particularly because my son is still only three you know the first yeah. two years was very much focused or i suppose it, since the change so since you know he's three now and really the big change happened since his birth is the first two years were about and particular COVID and we didn't have much family support you know around at the time it was recognizing that I'm investing and in my 
yeah. children's early years and really kind of establishing a strong um, foundation for family life. And then in the last year is really when we've had an opportunity to really get really clear on what it is that we want to bring forth into the world and we've had some really beautiful sessions so we're doing online gatherings at the moment we've done one for each of those eight festivals i've talked about our, our last one is um on the 21st of december the last one for this year and we combine the reiki the yoga nidra and the meditation and the celtic calendar all um in this online gathering and the feedback has just been beautiful from yeah. that you know so it just feels really enriching and yeah there's loads of learning like I'm not, I'm not big on the old technology or the marketing. So that has been my big learning curve this year, you know, about how do we get our message out there and that. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, but being able to kind of, okay, well today I feel like doing more this side of my business or today I've got energy to kind of do the admin or the stuff that doesn't really fully light me up but I actually I'm feeling buzzy and I feel like I can fly through it yeah, you know, yeah. Being, the, being, being able to choose what matches my energy has been wonderful yeah, yeah. and it, it helps that I'm also working with a fabulous woman as well so we can kind of pick each other up and connect in when you know finding things a little bit challenging or something yeah oh my god that must be so amazing I you know, I am solo in my endeavors, but mm. you know, like you that I meet from time to time when we chat through things and I have another circle of women and it's um, honestly, it's been so supportive mm. um, and so uh, incredible to have, like we don't know each other very well, but I feel yeah. like I can be 100% honest with you uh, mm. and, and uh, you know, and the support and the ideas I get from you, and I hope I contribute a little bit. To oh, hundred percent, definitely. No, we get loads. And I just so beautiful, you know. Mm. I, uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think it's uh, it's amazing that we, you know, we are kind of like a strangers, but we are not. Mm. The the journeys, what we are going mm. through, um, it it connects us so much. And and, mm. and thank you for well, your. Help just, yeah, it's great to have uh, to have you as a sounding board and, <laughs> and, and likewise, like, you know, learn. <laughs> likewise, definitely. And I'm just in awe of women. Like I think we're just all amazing that we can meet and just immediately connect from the heart and share our stories. And that's why I think social media and you know media is is so brilliant for us because it does give us that space to connect at a really deep level. And, you know, there's something about just connecting with people from all different walks of life, all different areas across the world. Like, and again, part of this inspiration was that I met my colleague on a, a women's circle, you know, so yeah, just the, the power of women being in community together just will never not blow my mind. I know there's something. But I imagine. Yeah, there is something so beautiful and so important about it. And I did this episode few. Uh, months ago or weeks ago about especially us women in the, in this age of like 30 end of 30 40 50 60 i think there's so much wisdom and we also are you know i feel like women that age are you know because we are losing our reproductive <laughs> capabilities and we also uh with the glorification of 
beauty and, and youth and 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 we also feel like we should be maybe coming off stage but i feel like and i'm getting chills right now i feel like those voices should be shared even more because so much wisdom like the amount of women i i'm in a couple circles that are over 40 and the amount of women and the wisdom the beautiful stories the you know the advice the uh, experience um so you know it's richness so, i'm getting like literally all my body is now like like i have a i don't know i always like feel like when i say chills. yeah the, the chills and like literally my body is like buzzing there's just something amazing about it so um i love this idea of, of circles you guys doing mm. yeah you have to join us sometime Oh my gosh, that's such a great conversation. Finally, because we were we were talking about it for a couple of weeks, right? And waiting. For yeah, yeah. Waiting so for the I calendars to align. Especially that it's so late in Ireland, and uh, and that you find a minute for me. Uh, but it was so great to to talk about it and bring the Reiki and 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 mm. the uh, Celtic uh, will. It's such an interesting concept. I need to dig more into it. But thank you for sharing even initial. Uh, I'm definitely going to share or your social and website and whatever. Um, uh, All works in progress. I will post it. Okay, but I'll definitely share the subject. Uh, yeah. uh, but is there anything you can share? Uh, you want to share um, uh, on your side? You have upcoming circle, another circle for this. Uh, for this. For the solstice, the winter solstice, the darkest day of the year in the northern hemisphere. And yeah, it's really about sitting in dream time and watching the for the emerging light. And, oh, um, yeah, is this it's to be beautiful. or is this in person in Ireland? This is online this one. Yeah. Okay. I would At love PM GMT. So I'll let you I'll send you the details. I would love the details because I'm going to include them because I uh, believe or not, I have some uh, listeners from England and yeah. some from Europe uh, and lately from Holland. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, it's oh, always such a joy to talk to you. I'm so grateful because how we connected is that you put your you put your um your offerings out there and you know we just we connected and had some I really enjoyed our conversations and our energy exchanges as well. So thank you yeah. to you, Anna. Same to you. Thank you so much. Uh, I am.